The Education Channel supports individual educational goals and encourages creativity for all. Visit uctv.tv slash education. I am Daniela Valdez Jasso. I'm a Associate Professor of Bioengineering at the University of California, San Diego. I am Mexican. My parents, I was born in Mexico City and to a family of diplomats. And so we traveled across uh, the world. We moved every three, four years with really not knowing where was next. So my childhood was spent partly in Brazil, in China, in Chile, uh, and towards the end in the U.S. I One of the things that I guess drove me or always kept me in STEM was the fact that while languages and cultures change, the one constant was always math. I think one of the main things that I learned from moving around was the fact that you always had to be resourceful, make the most out of what you had at any given time in any given location. And that at the end of the day, even though you were in different cultures and different countries, we all very we all have some very basic needs, and everybody, it's a, you can basically work with anybody. I always liked mathematics. Uh, it's not like I was a great great at it, but I really enjoyed it, and it was my comfort zone. Um, however, when I was in Brazil, when I was in high school, I unfortunately had a not uh, very supportive and discourage, but, but discouraging math professor who said that I should better use my energy and focus f- towards uh, social sciences. I spoke uh, four languages that I should pursue instead and work with my family or my dad's work network. Fortunately, uh, when I started college after a one semester in Brazil, uh, studying international relations, I my dad was moved to the U.S. We moved to North Carolina. I was still considered underage. I was 17. And so I did not have voice and came had to come along. Um, fortunately, um, from the moment my parents would get the notification of a move till the moment that we had to be in a new place, it was only a lapse of two months. So with that really being very fast, uh, no planning, I arrived into the U.S. We uh, didn't have prepared to go to any university. I didn't have taken the SAT or anything. And so I actually started in the fall, that same fall, attending a community college. In, in North Carolina. And uh, I took all my exams. I did, qual- I did fit into calculus class, but I was then thinking more of a business, international business major. So, um, so I started taking them. Uh, my first semester, I took some uh, accounting and some business math, which I thought made no sense at all. Uh, and accounting was the, one of my most horrifying, uh, terrifying classes. Um, so, but uh, again, maybe me being uh, so social and always making friends around, 
a lot of my colleagues turned out to be students that were planning on transferring to uh, for a college as well, but they were focusing mainly in engineering or um, physics or math. And so I felt that since this math, math for business majors didn't make sense at all to me, it was really hard, I decided to go to what I knew. And so I then start taking as part of my math electives the calculus sequence with them. So I got uh, end up staying at uh, the Waytech Community College for two years uh, before transferring. I had initially thought then that math I was doing very well and I took all the sequence uh, and I enjoyed it. And I've always liked philosophy, so I thought I could do something with maybe uh, math and philosophy. I did go to as an advisor uh, to North Carolina State University, and he said that if I wanted to do that, I should probably then go to Berkeley. Uh, and he said, but if you want to stay here, there's other choices uh, where you can apply your math background. And uh, that's where I found out about uh, math being applied to some biology. And um, again, one of my very good friends was a microbiologist major. And so that made sense to me to then take some classes, upper classes with her so we could hang out. <laughs> I finished my undergraduate degree two years after transferring. And uh, by this point, I was already doing research uh, in, uh, with a professor in applied mathematics, and I was studying the uh, blood flow and the systemic arteries. And I really liked it and was given some research awards and funding to carry it further. I then for uh, decided to stay for my PhD at NC State and did my got a master's in applied mathematics later focused more in biomathematics, but within the program. Um, I, I, at this point, I'm very comfortable with math, and I love modeling, and I love the cardiovascular system, but I'm still, I find myself not being a good modeler if I don't understand the process of how data is acquired, uh, really understanding the intricacies of designing experiments. And for my postdoctoral training, I then decide to go to a, a bioengineering lab in the, the Department of Cardiology at the University of Pittsburgh. And there, I me expecting to go to do some, uh, some experiments, not many, but some. I found myself actually then, by the end of three years, doing uh, surgery on rats, uh, and uh, micro, uh, microbiology and tissue testing. Um, and so this basically made me feel myself more of a modeler, but at this point feeling more comfortable to, and fitting in a bioengineering department than in applied mathematics department. So as I started as a professor, I made sure that I combined both aspects of my training. So uh, still a mathematical modeler, still do a lot of computational work, work with data uh, and data processing. But now 
I also wanted to now be able to produce my own data in my own lab with my own group. And so we study pulmonary arterial hypertension, which is a disease of the arteries of the lungs. It's high blood pressure. It's, as opposed to the systemic hypertension, it is not related to lifestyle or diet. Uh, we really don't know what it, uh, why it's, it occurs, um, but it's also a disease that affects two to four times more women than men, um, and uh, it's very aggressive disease. So for me, it really gives me an opportunity to uh, combine a lot of the things there are a lot of my drivers. So one, to be mentoring, I like to work with students. I am able to, by being a professor, I'm able to have students from undergraduate, uh, high school, um, a grad school, and work with physicians, card cardiologists specific, usually, and other engineering professors, and even have had the opportunity here in San Diego to work with the Fleet Center, BYs, and have uh, worked with middle school girls. Um, so for me, it combines that aspect of mentoring, of working with students, getting to engage them, getting to show them how math, engineering, physics, uh, biology all can get come together. So engineering and uh, academics or research generally is a very cold um, and isolated environment to work in. It is, um, it is very homogeneous, unfortunately, in terms of our population. Uh, however, so it can be isolating. Uh, however, I do like to, because I like it, and I want uh, more people different people to be joining uh, to my next door offices. I, I also feel that I want to bring in a lot my uh, personality, my culture, being um, more outgoing and trying to change the culture of maybe people seeing each other more as colleagues and creating some sort of a community so that um, it can be a more a a welcoming environment for me, but then also other people like me. So one thing I would say that it's uh, key and maybe in general is to just be resourceful, maybe to ask. Uh, there is um, often with it's easier for you to ask and somebody reply than never ask and then wonder. Um, I know that a lot of us may be busy, may look very busy, but many of us are here because we're really passionate for teaching, for mentoring, and helping out. And so us knowing that can then make sure that we put you in the right, push into the one direction or um, help connect you with people that will be more helpful.